Proverbs chapter 22, verses 17 through 21. Pay attention and listen to the sayings of the wise. Apply your heart to what I teach, for it is pleasing when you keep them in your heart and have all of them ready on your lips. So that your trust may be in the Lord, I teach you today, even you. Have I not written 30 sayings for you, sayings of counsel and knowledge, teaching you true and reliable words so that you can give sound answers to him who sent you? Uh, the listeners will have to forgive me if, I've, if I'm repeating myself here, but uh, uh, when I was growing up in my household, mm. my dad would read from the Bible after dinner, after we had cleared our plates to the sink and we'd come back to the dinner table, me and my siblings and my parents, and he would open his Bible and he would read from the, the proverb of uh, that day. There's 31 pro- chapters in Proverbs mm-hmm. and whatever day of the month it was, my dad would read that. I'm reminded of that right now because of what it says right here in Proverbs 22, where he says, have I not written 30 sayings for you, sayings of counsel and knowledge, teaching you true and reliable words so that you can give sound answers to him who sent you. And um, I love in God's design that there are the same number of chapters of Proverbs as there are days in the month. I think this really is instructive and it, it's teaching us something. It's, it's why you and I are doing this, Eric. We're just, it's, there's like a dailiness to God's instructions. Every day we need to just open up the word again, or in this case, you know, have people listen on the podcast. Um, God knows how our minds work. He knows how our bodies work. He knows what our rhythms are. And he's inviting us into this dailiness with him. And, um, I think that there's a real grace in that. You know, it's kind of like eating meals. You have to eat three meals a day and just keep coming back around the table. There's an invitation to just meet with God right as our minds, bodies, and souls need it. It's not like we can store up biblical information, you know, read a whole bunch in one sitting and then go off for three years without without reading it. Uh, he's bringing us back to the table. He's bringing us back to the table every day just to be with him, just to open his words, just to hear from him, wisdom, instruction, guideposts for living. And it's available to everybody. I, I was thinking, as you were saying, uh, you said dailiness, I say everydayness. Mm-hmm. Uh, everydayness has become a way of life for me. Mm-hmm. And it's interesting because, uh, you know, I've been wondering in this, uh, this relationship between you and me, I'm old enough to be your father. Uh, <laughs> and yet you uh, are the man of the pulpit and I'm mm-hmm. the man of the pews. And what I think that happens here in these discussions is we are two human beings meeting at a crossroads and discussing the truth of scripture uh, coming from our hearts as much as uh, our heads. Uh, But the everydayness was the key to my being able to even talk to you about any of this here. Because over the course of 31 years, I've been in Scripture, just like you described. I've been in Scripture every day. My challenge was always, how do I share this? Mm -hmm. And partly through Chuck Davis and me starting a Mm -hmm. podcast back in 2010, I think, when I was, you know, that's a long time ago, 12 years ago at this point, you weren't even at Stanwich. 
Mm -hmm. And we started this and he was the teacher and I was, you know, as much as I was speaking, I was learning from him. Uh, You know, see, he was the true teacher. I was in the class kind of in the seat. Now, I think what we're talking about here is if you're in the pews, if you're not seminary trained, uh, the word of God can be as effective in your life as it is somebody's in the pulpit preaching once a week. They're both incredibly important. But the pew part is a part I think a lot of people have not quite understood that they're in the game too, of Mm -hmm. coming to know the Lord and then sharing it beyond themselves, beyond their family, beyond even their community in ways that they might not even be able to imagine. Well, yeah, I, I totally agree. And and there's something I just really feel I need to share, which is kind of like a dirty little secret. But depending on the seminary that your pastor went to, your pastor may have gotten all of his or her Bible uh, absorption the same way. Like I look back at my time at Princeton, and really I only took two classes that were really devoted to studying the Bible. I mean, wow. actual Bible, you know, I took one and deep dive into the language in um, Daniel and another one of Job, but all my other classes were theology or running an institution or counseling. So your journey, uh, you know, of being in the dailiness of the Bible, the everydayness of the Bible, the gift of it coming back to the table over and over again for a lot of pastors, including this one, honestly, that's my journey with the Bible too. Mostly, I got most of my Bible knowledge, and I still have so much more to learn. But most of my Bible knowledge, I got the same way as you, Eric, just getting in it myself every day and in Bible studies, and you know, not really from seminary. So now you know, secrets out. Secrets out. But the the (laughs) other part of the secret, which is an encouragement, is that when I started recording with Chuck Davis, that was actually ten years after I started reading on a daily basis. So it mm-hmm. took me 10 years of my life, uh, you know, 10 years of my life to get to the point where I was not totally uh, uh, old by Chuck Davis. Uh, mm-hmm. He was very, he, he was very friendly towards me. He was not holding anything over me, mm-hmm. but I knew he knew so much more than I did. And I, mm-hmm. I basically bowed to that. Mm-hmm. However, I think life is maybe sometimes about, you have a whole life and you've lived 80 years or 70 years or whatever it is. And this one thing happens that has everything to do with Jesus Christ and you are ready for it. Mm-hmm. And that's the, the, the blip that doesn't seem like to you know do anything to history, but actually that was God's urgent purpose for you all along. Mm-hmm. And all you can say is, wow. Wow. 